So this evening, I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about grace. You ever seen someone in trouble, going through a hard time? Maybe they've, maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're crying or hurting, and you know someone that your heart just goes out to, and you really you want to help that person. Maybe you will feel like you want to you know hug them, take them home, and uh, soothe them and comfort them and and make them feel better. You know, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a stranger, but nonetheless, I'm sure that most of us have felt that for someone at some time in our lives, if not more often than that. Um, we see someone hurting and we want to help them. We want to save them. That's kind of a, an instinct we have. And that is how God sees us. That's how he feels for us. That's exactly what he wants to do for us. He wants to take us home, keep us safe, and make things better for us. He wants to soothe our hearts and our minds and give us peace. He loves us and cares about us and wants the best for us. The Lord wants us to be with him for all eternity. And in a biblical sense, that's what we call grace, right? Grace being as defined from the Bible, the way we use grace in the Bible, it is unmerited favor. It is kindness and generosity and love, but it's unmerited, right? When we feel that towards someone. So in other words, the Lord is being kind to us and loving us whether we deserve it or not. Now, thinking back to my example, when we see someone like that and we want to help them, we don't always know everything about them or things they've done or not done. But God, he knows everything we've done. And he still cares for us that way. He still loves us. He has that grace and kindness and generosity toward us. So I want us to look at, for just a minute, Romans chapter 3 verses 21 through 25. That's Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 25. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we use that part of that verse a lot, don't we? We say that a lot. And, and it's true. It's to remind us that we all make mistakes. We've all done things that were wrong and God still loves us and cares about us. But we need to go past that to the next verse as well. It says, and are justified by his grace as a gift. Well, who is who is that that are justified? Well, that's all that have sinned, right? It says, for all have sinned. And then down here, it's and are justified by his grace, God's grace, right? As a gift. And that's speaking of our salvation in Christ, right? Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So this is his grace, his kindness, his love toward us, this unmerited favor whom God put forth as a propitiation by his blood, which is an atonement, which is Jesus' blood that pays that debt for us, to be received by faith. 
This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. Now, divine, we know, is godly, heavenly. Forbearance, a little less used nowadays, you may not realize exactly what that means. It's referring to, there's, there's three things I saw that it refers to that makes it just about a perfect word there. Uh, one, refraining from the enforcement of something such as a debt or obligation that is due. So that's one definition for forbearance, and that's definitely a part of this. Another definition is just simply patience and leniency. We know God has patience or we wouldn't be here, so that's for sure. And then leniency means he's mild and tolerant and not harsh and severe. So this is through this type of grace, this undeserved favor, through this love that God has for us, even after all we've done, that's how we are offered the gift of salvation. Forgiveness and love and acceptance is here for us. It's here for everyone. And even after we receive salvation, when we make mistakes, this gift of forgiveness and acceptance and justification, it's still here. It's not an open invitation to sin at all, but it's a never-ending gift. It is a gift that we come back to over and over because we're not perfect. And we can do that because God is eternal and his love is eternal. If we look at Psalm 136, and this will go back to that repetition I think Josh was kind of mentioning earlier, um, Psalm 136, verses 1 through 3, and this is a good repetition if it helps you to remember. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. Now, if you know what steadfast means, or if you don't know what steadfast means, it means it's not subject to change. It's fixed. It's firm. So God, he always loves us. He's always got that love for us. And it's for everyone in the world, even those that aren't in here, aren't listening, aren't paying attention right now. But he still loves us all. So whether you've found salvation in God or not, he loves you. That's the main point. And if you were to have any need this evening, whatever that might be, you know, we're, we're here to help each other as God's representatives. And we would all want to help you with any issue you might have if you do have something. We would just ask that you come forward while we stand and sing. We're going to sing 331.